Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krupp. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is the end of the week, and you know what that means on this show. Political Coffee, that means it's Freedom Friday. This is the opportunity you to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically. It doesn't have to be what I'm talking about, but what do you want to talk about? And it's really easy. You pick up the phone and you dial 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buick GMC talk line. Or you could shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Today we have two interviews. I know that makes it hard for you to get your comments in on freedom friday but you just got to be really fast to dial when the opportunity prevents itself or presents itself not prevents but presents itself joining us right now is uh, we have mark thielman he's a republican running for governor mark good morning to you good morning jeff folks you can check out mark's website mark for dot com it's m-a-r-c mark for oregon.com so there was a, a KGW Channel 8 debate, and you weren't included, even though that was clearly, there was room for you to be included, number one. Number two is, of all the Republican candidates that are out there, Mark, I tell you that everywhere I've been, you have the greatest number of grassroots supporter of, of any of the candidates out there. And I, I think that's a real tribute to your ability to inspire people in your message. So what's going on here? It seems like this is a reoccurring theme that uh, the major news media outlets are not including you in some of these debates. And yet you have the most extensive grassroots network there is. What's what's happening? Well, I think it has to do with the fact that uh, a lot of when uh, – when people get a chance to hear me in a debate or a forum, um, I tend to be very persuasive, and that can be very threatening to uh, people that don't want me to win the governor's office, like KGW. Why do you think they don't want you to win? Well, that's because I'm a, I'm a true conservative, and I have a propensity for telling the truth. And the truth is very persuasive, Jeff. You know that. You know, we've had... 40 years of one-party rule, we have had uh, uh, ongoing recurring problems that have only continued to get worse. Homelessness, lack of affordable housing, uh, overtaxation of businesses, etc., lack of economic opportunity. Young people can't buy houses. They are having trouble uh, uh, buying cars even, and so they have to move somewhere else to have opportunity. And, uh, you know, that's, that's bad for our families. It's bad for Oregon in general. It's bad for uh, um, communities uh, that want to have generational legacies. And, the, you know, I'm out telling the truth about that. I just did it yesterday with the League of Minority Voters. I followed Tina Kotek. Uh, oh, you did? And, uh, ah. Yes, yes, I did. And it was, it was quite a contrast. I mean, we're talking about a, a group of people like Tina Kotek who said that kids can now be successful because uh, they're all allowed to graduate. Uh, she actually made that statement. And when you have no standards and you 
push kids through an educational system where they're indoctrinated, not educated. They, they graduate without skills, and it just perpetuates uh, mediocrity and misery. And to me, it's cruel. It's, we have an obligation to train and teach all of our kids how to think and not what to think. Right. So anyway, it was a, it was a definite contrast in what she had to say to the audience and what I had to say. So I'm curious, how, how did the audience react to that? I mean, this is League of Minority Voters, so this is these are going to be minority folks. Mm-hmm. They tend to lean, at least in how they vote anyway, they tend to lean towards the Democrats. How When you, you followed Tina and you said something different, how was that received? Well, actually, it was, it was remarkably well received, obviously not by 100%, but there were, there were dozens, and I mean dozens of people who came up to me one-on-one. My favorite was uh, there were three gentlemen individually came up and said, we're, I'm a closet Republican. And uh, it shows you the oppressive um, kind of groupthink that, that uh, those gentlemen have to live under when their heart says freedom, their heart says opportunity, that we don't need the government. We need to, we need to support and reach out to each other. Um, yet they have to come up and, you know, take my hand and whisper. Um, it's, 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 it's an example of what isn't working. And I want those gentlemen to be free, free to be who they are, free to express themselves, free to talk without fear of retribution or judgment, um, from people that might disagree. Very well said. Indeed. We're talking with Mark Thielman, Republican candidate for governor. His website is Mark, M-A-R-C, for Oregon, all one word, dot com. He's endorsed by, and you'll see this if you just scroll down on his homepage, by Free Oregon, Oregonians for Medical Freedom, Parents' Rights and Education Pact, Stand for Health Freedom, Oregon Firearms Federation, and Unmask Our Kids. So mm-hmm. assess where you are, you think, uh, in, in the campaign, and voting has begun, and what are your plans? What are you doing over the next few days? Well, I'm going to be heading to Tillamook today to meet with the uh, farmers who are at risk of losing their farms through the eminent domain in that uh, big big uh, power line project. And uh, we've got a good base in Tillamook. It's going to be great to meet these folks. And uh, I'll go over there and see what I can do to help. We, uh, we, we have a whole host of uh, TV ads, um, radio ads going out, billboards, you know, and... and uh, According to all the data that we've been able to ascertain, the campaign continues to grow and grow rapidly. So we are a major contender, and the other campaigns are aware of that. And uh, so, you know, for a grassroots campaign to uh, be competitive, uh, it it takes just a lot of uh, freedom-loving people. And so I'm excited. I want to invite everybody to join the movement because uh, we're calling it the, uh, the Mark Fight Club to take our state back. uh, (laughs) I'd like that. That's good. (laughs) That's good. The Mark fight club. Now that's, Mm -hmm. that's good. Um, There's a story uh, on OregonWatchdog.com today about it's a KGW story. And it shows that the, the headline is polls show majority of Oregon voters support abortion rights. This January's uh, DHM poll said that 67% of Oregon voters that abortion would be a very or a somewhat important factor in determining their vote for governor. And then you read down through the story, they contradict themselves, Mark. 
And they say that even though this was a very or somewhat important factor, abortion ranked last Mm -hmm. with the same people of the 13 issues that would be most important in determining their vote. All right, so we got this big controversy going on on the leak of the Supreme Court uh, supposed decision. Ultimately, what do you think are truly, from what you're hearing and seeing when you meet people, what do you think are the real issues that are going to move voters in the fall to vote for a Republican like you? Well, I think uh, the, the biggest issues are going to be, uh, again, economic opportunity. We have inflation. If people want to be able to afford their groceries. They want to be able to uh, have opportunity. They want to be able to uh, feel safe and secure when they're out at night in Portland. Uh, so law and order, accountability, addressing the homelessness, that's that's what I'm running into everywhere. And I mean it's everywhere. And the, the thing for me is... Um, when it comes to the abortion issue, I know it's a contentious issue. But uh, and the Supreme Court decision, you know, has obviously brought that out to the fore. But everywhere I go, um, I'm hearing uh, support for life. Everywhere I go, and I talk to all kinds of people from all political perspectives. And the thing is, it's it's simple, Jeff. Life begins at conception. It's gen- that child is genetically distinct. It's different from its mother. It's different flesh. That's what the Supreme Court decision said. And that because of that, constitutional protections are implied and they, they apply even in the room. And uh, so, you know, it, we're, in a, we're in a real time of uh, truth versus uh, lie or truth versus half-truth. So freedom is the biggest issue on the forefront, and people are voting for freedom. We're talking with Mark Thielman. He is Republican candidate for governor. His website, where you can learn more about him and you can join the movement, is Mark, M-A-R-C, for Oregon.com. Mark, for And there you can learn a lot about him. You can donate. Uh, I'm sure, Mark, that even this in the latter part of the campaign here, you still need money to be able to go drive around and meet people. And those are the things you should be doing. Yeah, well, I do encourage everyone to donate because we're a grassroots campaign. So literally, as money comes in, we launch the next mailing or the next ad. And uh, so far, our donors have been wonderful and consistent and faithful. But we do need as much uh, support as we can get. So I really appreciate everybody. There is no donation too small, Jeff. No, there isn't. Because every bit of it, even if a person donates $1 to your campaign, that means they believe in who you are and what your message is and that's important that because that means they then can influence other people yep so in the last um minute or so that we've got left what's the most important thing you want to leave our listeners with well we need to elect a fighter someone who has taken on the government and won who hasn't been canceled who has been consistent standing up for faith, family, and freedom. This is, a, this is an election of the individual. This is an election of some kind of collective, which is what we've uh, been taught to think uh, as a broader state for the last 40 years. Change only happens when we choose a different kind of leader. So I just want to encourage everybody to uh, elect a grassroots champion. 
my message is one of truth. It's one of unity. We have huge crossover appeal. Uh, over half my campaign are recovering Democrats. It's a beautiful thing. It is indeed. Mark Thielman, ladies and gentlemen, check out again his website, Mark, M-A-R-C, for Oregon.com. Mark, wish you the best out there. Good luck in the election, and uh, we will talk with you again, no doubt. Thank you, Jeff. Mark Thielman, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's uh, 619. I want to remind you that if, in fact, you are not so comfortable in your home, because well, maybe your HVAC system, heating or cooling system has quit working the right way, you need to call Freedom Heating and Air. This is what they pride themselves on the, the most is not only the great work they do for you, but the fact that they get out to your place of business or your home quickly when you call. Their emergency services is second to none. So why don't you check them out? Life is good, wild and sweet. Let the music play on, play on. Feel it in your heart and feel it in your soul. Let the music take control. We're going to party, climbing, fiesta, forever. Come on and sing my song. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. All right, friends, we are back. Sorry about that interruption. Uh, somehow we got a power spike and it Knocked, uh, knocked me offline anyway. Uh, 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails always to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. We'll go to the phones and we'll start with Art. Art, good morning. How are you? Morning, Jeff. Happy Freedom Friday. First, I want to say I'm proudly... Hey, Art, are you there? Grass yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Well, okay. Can't hear Art. Jeff! I don't know what's going on there. Jeff! Uh, anyway, it is uh, 24 minutes past the top of the hour. At the bottom of the hour, hopefully I'll be completely rebooted. and We'll be back on normal Skype. Jeff! Uh, we will, which is, there we go. Good morning. Jeff! Do you got me? Hey. I okay. do. I got First you finally. <laughs> yeah, well, I heard you talking all along, and I was yelling at you, and uh, anyways, um, first of all, I want to say that I am proudly a part of that grassroots uh, campaign of Mark's. I mean, he's really organized, he's really working hard, and in my opinion, Jeff, I believe, and I've listened to all of them, I believe Mark is the only candidate that 
can win the election uh, when nominated uh, with the factors uh, that are out there. You know who is running as an independent, and it's very dangerous. There is no doubt about it. So it is important to get out and vote and, you know, nominate somebody that has a chance. And I've been around politics in Oregon a long time. I believe that Mark is the only chance for us to put a Republican in uh, the governor's office. So that's basically what I wanted to say. Uh, And, uh, you know, Everybody vote for a great candidate because that's what we need to win in November. So if, if Christine Drazen becomes the nominee and and I got to tell you, Art, this question I wrestle within myself, I do not like her. I don't trust her. Uh, If she is the Republican nominee and it is possible that she will be, will you support her? Uh, Jeff, at this point in time, I got to say no. I listened to a commercial of hers, and it's very unfortunate yesterday, where she claimed that she stopped cap and trade. I got news for you. She didn't stop anything. She's been as useless as what my dad used to say, tits on a board. Uh, and, and she, I don't believe she's leading in the polls anyway, Jeff, but that woman, uh, is what, uh, president Trump said, part of the swamp here in Oregon. And if we put a swamp dweller, uh, as our nominee, we'll get what we deserve. Well, I agree. I mean, uh, that's that's normally how that plays out, right? I mean, oh, that's, absolutely. That's usually is. what happens. Uh, it, well, um, it definitely is. And let me tell you, the only other person I well, I would definitely work for and fight uh, for Mark to get elected. Okay, there is no dang doubt about that. But I I would much rather, unfortunately, and I hate to say this have Betsy Johnson win that us lose. Well, yes. Uh, so if, if that is our choice that we are faced with, then, well, we have no choice then, you know, we, because Betsy Johnson will be a world better than Tina Kotek would ever be. Well, there's, but that yes, doesn't mean no that I, I want her to win over a Republican. I don't either. Although I got to tell you, there are some Republicans that are very willing to embrace her. But here's the thing, Art, and the polls continue to show this. She continues to take more Democrat votes than Republicans. And that, I think, is significant. That helps. No, I agree. Republican candidate. I agree. I love you, Jeff. Have a great weekend, bro. All right. Thank you. All right. Back in a moment with Beth Jones. She is running as a Republican in my old house district. We'll talk with her in a moment. It is 6.30 in the morning, and yes, it looks like 
I can sound normal when we come back. So stick around. You don't want to go anywhere. 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you on Freedom Friday. I know normally this is a, a day where we give you the freedom to choose the topics. And I know all this week, friends, we have been you know, conducting these interviews with candidates for public office because it's important. More so now than maybe at any time in this nation's history, because we are truly at a pivot point in this country. And who we elect makes all the difference in the world. Sorry about the uh, and in just a moment, we're going to chat with Beth Jones. She is running for my old seat. Uh, in the House of Representatives. Sorry for the uh, interruption. How interesting that I got the power spike that knocked me off air right after I concluded my interview with Mark Thielman running for, for governor. So Ava sends me an email. She says, power spike? Even the strike was late in keeping Mark from reaching KSLM. Listeners, how very true. But Due to the magic of producer Phil, we uh, managed to uh, at least get me on the air through the cell phone while everything got rebooted up. Joining me right now is Beth Jones. Check out her website, BethJonesForOregon.com. That's all one word, BethJonesForOregon.com. Hey, Beth, good morning to you. Good morning. So, uh, yeah, I can hear you just fine. So. How's your campaign going, and uh, where do you think you're at in uh, in the process of winning the primary? Uh, campaign is going really well, and I would be lying if I didn't didn't say I'm excited for it to be over. I am <laughs> exhausted. <laughs> well, all right, so not, not for it, the faint of heart. No, it isn't. And uh, you know, last night I I host a once a month meeting in Portland. It's one of two meetings that I host called the Oregon Executive Club. And we had Judge Vance Day there who joined me yesterday um, at noon on the steps of the Marion County Courthouse to pray over Oregon because, of course, yesterday was National Day of Prayer. Uh, He joined me there and he spoke at our meeting last night and as did Bob Tiernan, Republican running for governor. And and I said this because it, it was so true. When you run for any office, you're just flat putting yourself out there. And people can look into your life. They can criticize anything you've ever said or written, especially in this day and age with social media. And it's not an easy thing. How has this experience been for you overall? Describe that for our listeners. Well, overall, within the district, when I'm canvassing and um, doing meet and greets and just getting out there and meeting people, overall, it's really positive, and that's what gives me the energy and the motivation to keep moving forward. Um, The downside is I do not like social media, and I've been forced to, I mean, it's a campaign. You've got to get out there and um, 
on Facebook in particular, people are just nasty when they're not looking at you in the face. And the things that they say, um, the emails I've received, I wouldn't let my kids read them. And uh, I just find it really shocking, the vitriol and the hatred that is out there with no foundation. They just, the people on the left just hate us for our values. So, so you're, yeah, it, it is. And, and you're going to get that, you know, if you're elected to serve, if you win the primary, then this is a heavily Republican district, the way it has been redrawn. And you'll, um, you'll be serving in the Oregon legislature. I'm quite confident. So having said There's that, that's going to continue. Uh, you mm-hmm. will get that uh, in in public service. And it's I mean, Beth, this is different when I served in the Oregon House of Representatives. I served eight years. You didn't get that kind of vitriol. Every now and then you got a nasty letter or an email or something like that. But the, the left has so emerged as the tyrants and the communistic thinking, the Marxists, that they really are, that it's very different. And you have to have a titanium spine to stand up. Mm-hmm stand up for what's right. So let me ask you this. How has this experience changed you? It has given me more confidence. It has shown me that I have got what it takes. It has shown me that no matter what is thrown at me, my savior is right by my side the entire way to give me energy, to give me encouragement, to give me comfort, Um, it's been those times where it's so difficult in life and, you know, everyone has experienced this when, if you are a believer and you're going through difficult times, that's when you feel God's presence the closest and his presence is what has given me the confidence that this is doable. Indeed. Indeed. So, uh, folks, we're talking with Beth Jones, uh, Republican candidate for house district, uh, 17. Uh, and it is BethJonesForOregon.com. That's the website, BethJonesForOregon.com. So as you've been talking to people, and, and, and you've knocked on a lot of doors now, as mm-hmm. I understand it, right? How many? What, yes, what, what's the count so far? We're approaching 1,500. Wow, that's great. And these are doors you've knocked on personally. Or with somebody that I've been walking with. Right. Which so I highly recommend. We go in yeah. teams. I don't for safety reasons and just for fun. Well, and and that also helps rescue you from when you're at the door of somebody that you want to have a, just asking you lots of questions and you want to answer every one of them. But as the more time you spend at that particular door, means you can't spend time at another door, making that face to face personal one on one connection with. That's true, that but I'm afraid my team is probably rescuing the person I'm talking to, not me. okay because i can go on and on so so let me ask you this um have the issues that first got your attention and caused you to decide to run have those issues changed in your mind that's the first part of the question the second part of the question is what are you hearing from people have those issues changed so the issues that i decided to run on i didn't decide to create a platform and then move forward what i saw was the platform that i was personally working within for years became the issues and that's why i stepped in so um 
I've already been working towards, I defend the Constitution in court. I am passionate about our Constitution, about liberty. I am passionate about defending law enforcement officers, about public safety, about criminal accountability. I am passionate about parental rights, about education issues. All of those areas I have been fighting for before I decided to be a candidate. So stepping in for me was very natural in this season because those those are the issues now. And I still see those as the issues, but I would add that the pro-life issue is coming to the forefront in some people's minds. I don't think a majority, but there are um, some that now this is taking taking a bigger role because of the Supreme Court potential decision. But I also would put that under a liberty issue that I would fight for because I believe that humans at all stages of life deserve liberty. So I would still put that, I would still put my pro-life stance and fight under my liberty issue. I, that's the only change I really have seen. Well, I shouldn't say that. The economy is also going to take a, take a front seat because uh, what we're, what we're going through, we're about to hit a recession, I believe. And people vote with their wallets first. Um, and I, for me personally, my liberty is more important than my finances. But I think for most voters, the economy will rise to the top and liberty will be under it. But either way, these are all still very important issues. Yeah, you know, I, I think you're right about that. I think that this uh, short-term blip we've had uh, in terms of the of the abortion, this, this leak, of this draft opinion uh, is, I think it was a tactical error uh, in many ways. In, in fact, Beth, I got to tell you that it, they did it way too early and I'm not alone because a Democrat strategist is quoted in this KGW uh, story, this online story, a guy I've known for a long time, Len Bergstein. And he worries that this is way too early in May. In fact, he's quoted in the story saying the good news, it's confrontive and it jolts everybody. The bad news is it'll get absorbed in the body politic and it may not be quite as dramatic in November as it is right here in May. They did it too soon because it was Beth, the same reaction was going to happen when they released their opinion in June, which is going to mm -hmm. say the same thing. And the left was all spun up and ready to attack it in June. They did it too early. And with the, what I think is going to be the continued increase in inflation and going into a recession, there's no doubt about it that that's happening, that this issue gets lost and other issues become even more preeminent. So how will you adjust your campaigning, even though if you win the primary, you're in a Republican district, you're still going to need to campaign based on all of that. What will you mm -hmm. talk about moving forward? I, I don't know. Um, I mean, my, my issues are my issues. The reason I'm running and my strengths and my experience, that will all stay the same. Um, so one thing for parental rights, for example, personally, um, as a woman of faith and a mother, I fight for uh, religious freedom and parental rights. I fight for Christian schools to operate without the intervention of the ODE. But in a general election, I also really emphasize that just because I believe in, in our rights doesn't mean it's just for people of my beliefs.
We're at the end of our time with Beth Jones. Check out her website, BethJonesForOregon.com. Best to you, my dear. Good luck out there on election night. Thank you, Jeff. Beth Jones for State Representative, BethJonesForOregon.com. Back in a moment, we get back to the phones on Freedom Friday at 648. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, and uh, we are going to go right to the phones to Freddie, and then I'm asking Phil to call Amy Ryan Corsa. We want to get her on uh, for a couple of minutes here. Uh, also, Freddie, good morning. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Jeff. Hey, I, I want to respond to Art a little bit because two weeks ago he said that all politicians lie, and now he's for this guy, this Mark Hillman. Well, I, if all politicians lie, we have to put all politicians under the assumption that they're all lying. But what I have a problem with here in Oregon is that the Democrats and the Republicans have been at war with each other for a long time. And this year, as you've articulated, the Republicans surrendered to the Democrats. So what is our guarantee that if we elect a Republican Hi, this governor, is Amy. Sorry, I can't take your call personally. Feel free to leave me a voicemail. If my voicemail is full, which does happen a lot, I apologize. Um, yes. Sorry about that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> wow, we got a real problem there, don't we? It's uh, it's technology some days, Freddie. Anyway, continue uh, your your thoughts there. I'm worried about with the Republicans and Democrats at war with one another. And this year, as you've articulated, the Republicans have surrendered to the Democrats. What's our guarantee that if we elect a Republican governor, he's not going to surrender to the Democrats? That's been their track record this year. Well, th- this is what worries me about Christine Drazen, because that's precisely what she did. And, uh, you know, any of them have to have titanium spines. I mean, that's all there is to it. They're either going to stand up for what they believe or not. It's that simple. And by the way, Art responds to you. Uh, he sent me a text message, Freddie. He said, Mark was a school superintendent. Okay. Uh, we are back, I believe. Sorry about that, uh, Freddie. Got knocked offline again. Let's go uh, to Amy Ryan Corser, who joins us right now. Amy, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Jeff. Hey, thanks for letting me um, share my thoughts. I was listening to Beth, and bless her heart, she is such a great candidate. But I think she brings a great point to the table that people don't understand how difficult it is to be a candidate. The vitriol that she mentioned, the anger, the bullying, I'm attacked daily. I have death threats. I don't think anyone understands the division that we're facing. And I'll tell you, I think it's going to get much worse after the 18th when we're on a whole new battle for our state. And it breaks my heart to see that we can't find some more common ground or be more respectful. But to be honest, I mean, I get stuff thrown at me. 
spit on. I'm telling you, people are angry and unkind. And I don't think people realize what candidates are going through. Fair enough. Uh, I've heard that before. I think that's that's incredibly unfortunate. So let me ask you this. If it gets worse, how does it all end up? You know, I think we can do politics better. I've always believed in that. And I think it's how we, um, I think it's how we respond. I think those of us who are of faith and have, uh, have a lot more support system in our faith system, it makes a difference. But there are many people who are just living life in an angry way. And it's at the end of the day, at the end of the campaign, it's, you know, we have to be able to hold our head high and say we believed in our values and we did our best to make a difference and, and then hope that everyone stays safe because I'm very concerned. Well, um, you are right to be. Uh, we know that the left gets completely unhinged and they are the ones that have attacked. I mean, there's a story today about this uh, pro-life um, abortion. The Crisis Pregnancy Center in Portland was severely vandalized this week. I mean, they just broke the windows out and everything and wrote, you know, all kinds of obscenities. This is what mm-hmm. the left does. And they're the people that are attacking you. Don't you think that works against them? Mm, maybe, but I don't think people see what what the real issues are or what we're seeing on the streets. The grassroots campaign you know, I was at an event last night early on where I spoke and I was verbally attacked, you know, on Roe versus Wade. And you, you have to hold true to your values and I think speak with kindness and um, reassurance. And I think people are confused about issues or they have, of course, their side and want to be heard. So I think if we as candidates can listen and be strong in our faith, I think we can be a different type of candidate. But I do worry for the overall bigger picture for our state and how we don't have the law enforcement to back up the issues. Amy, thank you very much for uh, sharing with what's going on and your opinion about that. Folks, you can check out Amy's website. It's amyfororegon.com, amyfororegon.com. Be safe out there and um, be blessed, okay? Thank you, Jeff. Amy Ryan Corser, amyfororegon.com. Dale writes an email. If the polls are correct and Tiernan and Drazen are way ahead and basically tight, and if your candidate is polling at 3 or 4%, and if you don't like Drazen and know she can't win against a Democrat, why are you going to waste your vote and not get behind Bob Tiernan? Tiernan can beat a Democrat. I think he'll make a great governor. Julie writes an email about the election, says a vote for a Democrat is a vote for infant murder. I will vote for Mark. He's not an attorney. He's a person who is for the students of Oregon, Drazen is ineffective as a leader and a liar. Her votes and her ads prove this. Well, folks, uh, thank you for joining us this week. I just quickly need to mention a couple of things. I want to thank, again, the sponsors of this radio show, Pfeiffer Roofing, P-F-E-I-F-E-R, PfeifferRoofing.com is the website. But come out and give you a free estimate to fix what might be wrong with your roof. If you've got leaks, call them at 503-647-4725. 647-4725. I also want to thank Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. RighteousRenovations.com, another one of our great advertisers. 
again, a contractor that you can trust, a man of faith who lives it in how he works with you, RighteousRenovations.com. And Rebecca Donaldson, a real estate broker you can trust. She won Best of the Willamette Valley because she's really good at what she does. It means she can be of a blessing and a benefit to you. Give her a call, 503-269-0747, 269-0747, or check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com. Friends, we are at a pivotal point in American and Oregon history. This is why yesterday in the power of prayer, the National Day of Prayer, so important, because what people like Amy and other candidates are experiencing is happening. We are very divided and we need prayer and we need action. This is where you come in, talking with your friends and neighbors persuasively, not arguing with them, but having those meaningful conversations. That's that silent majority that will vote for people who reflect your Thanks for joining us. Be blessed, each and every one of you. Have a marvelous weekend. I'll be back on Monday. I hope you will be too. See you then. Yeah.